Ish We Talk About. Welcome to Ish We Talk About. It's the podcast. It's the show where we talk about ish that we think we know. My name is Greg, coming to you from St. Louis. My boy Rob from Orlando. How you doing? How's this morning going? This is, we are talking on January 3rd. Wait a minute. Today's January 2nd. I'm losing my mind. It's all good. What else is you new? Know, we have a three, you have a three-day weekend after New Year's. It's kind of you lose track of what day it is. I always like to say what day we talk on, and it is January 2nd, Saturday, January 2nd. And good morning. How is everything? We're doing this our podcast at our usual time, so I'm not tired from work or anything like that yet. So, Right. That would be 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time because Greg wants to get into Central. We're not going to get into the East Coast uh, Central uh, rap battle war or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Greg, so uh, how was your New Year's? New Year's was pretty good. Um, you know, just hung out with uh, Becky. We ordered pizza. I made a beer run out to Illinois to get some stuff that I can't get here in the St. Louis, this part of St. Louis, and found a new uh, new thing I like to drink. This is I'm drinking one right now. This is the Paps Blue Ribbon Hard Cold Brew, not the – I've seen the one that has like 9% alcohol that has the cream in it. This is just straight up cold brew and alcohol. Uh, comes in at about 4.5%. Tastes pretty good. I'm really digging this. So this is a high-quality morning beverage. This might take the place of Bloody Mary's for a while. There you go. There you go. Very good. Well, we didn't do much on New Year's except sit on the couch and uh, watch old – Like I think we're still watching Christmas movies. Um, pretty much uh, made it till midnight. Fell asleep right after. And then, of course, I woke up at 4 a.m., couldn't get back to sleep. So just my luck. But uh, starting, off the, starting off the new year on the right way. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me. Exciting so as did, always. I did watch a new Christmas movie that I hadn't seen before on New Year's Day. I woke up and watched Harold and Kumar, A 3D Christmas. <laughs> that I forgot is, that existed. Uh, yeah, that, Elf is good compared to this movie. This, this was a flaming pile of shit. But – did I laugh? Yeah. But was it a flaming <laughs> pilot? Did? Yeah. It was pretty nice, bad. Nice. And then one other thing before we bring on our guest this morning, because we all, we do have a special guest here this morning. I really, I briefly want to talk about ish. I got wrong. Oh, I said in episode four, part one, that home alone came out 34 years ago. That is wrong. It came out in 1990. So it would be 30 years ago. So those are, that's the ish I got wrong. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you know me, I never get ish wrong, so uh, we'll just move on to the next topic. So- I want to talk really quick, Can we, before we bring on our guests, I really want to talk really quick about the magic game on New Year's Eve. Um, Don't remind me. You know, this, I was so, the first, the first game I was able to watch without like an iPad or some crazy European streaming service or anything nutty like that, get excited, I get to watch the game on my big giant TV, they shot 22%. <laughs> yeah. Why even show up? Terrible. Was terrible. 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 You know, that was the game where they should have wore the orange jerseys. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to well, throw up the bricks like that. You can't win them all. I mean, that's the way I look at it. But it, it was beautiful being 4-0 right before the new year. Um, just didn't quite make it to 5-0. and But that, that's cool. We had the best record in the league for like one day. I'm good that's with that. That's a Magic fan for you. There you go. There you go. So joining us today is one of Greg's longtime friends. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting this gentleman at Greg's uh, funeral, I mean, wedding back in uh, 2017. 
Well, you know, you know how it goes. Anyway, I, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting this gentleman back at Greg's wedding. I believe it was 2017. Make, make sure I got the year right. Okay. That is correct. Yeah, all these years, they just kind of jumbled together at this point. And uh, by the way, it's ha- uh, Happy New Year, uh, if I didn't already say that. Um, uh, joining us today is one of Greg's longtime friends. Uh, we all know him as Steve. Steve. Hello, Steve. Hey, what's up? Thank you hey, for waking New Year. up us this morning. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. No, no problem. Longtime listener. First time caller. <laughs> Thank you, Casey Kasem. I didn't so know happy, you were having, I So happy you were someone's running. calling the show. We, we weren't going to – I can't believe we're going to have a resurrection today. Now we're, we're two. First <laughs> Mike and Roland, now Casey Kasem's coming back from the dead. This is great. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. So, so Steve, um, I know that you and Greg have been friends for quite a while. I, I never really got the story on how you two actually met. Okay, uh, I believe 2010, is that right, Greg? 2010 with... Uh, 2009, it was 2009. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That's right, it was... It was that's when, that's when um, Elise was born. Elise was born in 2010. Right. And, uh, 2009. Yep. And my twins were born in 2009, and we were both stay-at-home dads, and we met on a meetup group. That's Remember right. meetup.com? Yeah. And it's like where you want to meet people on the internet and you don't want to fuck them, you know? It's uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a pants optional <laughs> you show up you show up the meetup you show up the meetup event and you're donald ducking it yeah good stuff <laughs> so anyway um go ahead steve oh i mean uh yeah you you got that right yeah i forgot about that actually i forgot the order so it started out stay-at-home dad's group and then uh and then eventually i don't remember the details but somehow it we both ended up knowing that we were soccer fans. And before you know it, AC St. Louis, that was a NASL level two team, short lived team in St. Louis started. And we both uh, hung out from that. And soccer was like our big soccer and beer and kids. That was our big uh, connection. Yeah. Very it's cool. soccer, beer and kids. And I mean, it, our friendship has grown deeper than soccer, beer and kids. Right. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. so much, there's more layers to it now. <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, basically when you have, when you're in a big meetup group with lots of stay at home dads right. and the two of us and another guy, Mark Portis, uh, very similar, um, you know, interest and hobbies and yeah. it just kind of clicked and started hanging out and, you know, just throughout the years. And we've always had, you know, if we've gone on some crazy ass adventures, I can say that I mean, yeah. just definitely. I mean, the thing about a friendship is, you know, you somebody you can confide in, somebody you can have fun in, but at the same time, you're gonna have some fucking fun. And <laughs> oh yeah, and we've had we've had definitely had our share. <laughs> we've had our we've had our share of craziness, including a, a much talked about Vegas trip. I think we bring that up just about every time that we talk. Near near nearly every time we talk, we have to bring up something from our Vegas trip. It was incredible. <laughs> to say it, it, I mean, honestly, for all the times that I've been to Las Vegas, and you and I have been to Las Vegas together, Rob, this yep. epic trip that <laughs> Steve and I threw together last minute <laughs> was about the sickest shit ever. And well, if you remember, honestly, if if you remember, um, I was going because it was my sister's birthday. It was your sister's fiftieth birthday. Was it fiftieth? It was, yeah, it was Karen's 50th birthday. And 
her yeah. her friend showed up and they were staying there. And then your um your niece your niece showed yep. up also. Yep, that's right. By the way, I still have her iPhone charger. I use it. So sorry. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know it went to a good home. Yeah, exactly. It's being used well. But the reason why we brought you on the podcast was, um, you know, the, one of the main reasons was you and I do in one of our stupid nights, we were hanging out together, probably drinking too much. Yep. I somehow we got on the conversation. You're in, I'm going to digress just a little bit to Steve's wife. Jess is beautiful lady. She's a sweetheart. Also a vegetarian. So mm-hmm. I was thinking there's no fucking way that Steve could go a whole year without beef or pork. I'm like, no way. And I've seen this guy tear some steaks up. I've seen this guy <laughs> eat pork ribs. I've seen this guy, you know, eat a lot. And, of- I, love, and I love to grill. So, but <laughs> if you recall though, the whole thing started, I, I was, yes, my wife's been a vegetarian since she was 18 and I, I'm getting older <laughs> and I'm trying to be a little bit healthier. I'm definitely not Rob level healthy. I, I can't jog. I can't. <laughs> I'm not a healthy dude. That's, um, that's the only way I'm able to eat what I eat. That's because I, I, I try to be, man. I, I really try to be. And a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit of effort here and there. And um, so at the end of 2019, I decided that I was going to go into 2020 and I was going to give up beef for the entire year, both for my you know health reasons and you know a little little bit of an impact on the environment too. Because you know if you ever look into that stuff, it's definitely bad for the environment in so many ways. Um, plus, most of our beef comes from China, and that can't be good. No, no sure. offense to people in China, but that's just less regulations, et cetera. But um, sure. But yeah, Greg, do you want to take it from here? How what uh, yeah, how that I evolved into into, so <laughs> into more. <laughs> Steve and I are having this conversation, and it was the first weekend in first weekend in January. We we're having this conversation, January twenty twenty, and we're having this conversation. It seems like hey, or seems like I'm gonna get healthier. I I wanna I'm gonna give up beef for a year, and I'm like, you are so full of shit. Honestly, <laughs> here we are. You have this beautiful grill. You're like, I'm giving, I'm like, yeah, you're full of shit. And then, like, I bet you, somehow it turned into beef and pork. And I said, 200 bucks, you cannot go a whole year with beef or pork. And he's like, well, can I do bison? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Can I do uh, lamb? Yeah, lamb's cool. Okay, that's fine. But and the flip side of this is for a whole year, I get to text you every time I'm eating bacon, every time I'm eating pork, every time I'm having a steak. There were some epic photos that I've sent throughout the last 365 days of <laughs> shoving bacon in my face or having a huge fat steak or anything like that. And you know what? Steve took it like a champ for the whole, like, a whole year of Greg torment with pictures, pictures like hams or, oh my gosh, ribs, pulled pork, bacon, and he made it. It so, sounds, like, sounds like you did your best to break him as much as you possibly could. I was, trying to, could. Do. I was yeah. trying to break him. Yeah. And, and I, I knew about July, 
I knew in July I was going to lose this bet. I knew it by about halfway through the year. So I tried to buy my way out of the bet. I said, Steve, I'll give you, I'll give you a hundred bucks right now. We'll end it right now. You can have, you can, have, you can eat bacon. You get, you get the money. Nope, nope. I'm going the whole year. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm gonna lose. Hundred dollar buyout. I love it. Hundred dollar buyout. I tried and Steve said. Buyout. And Steve said. No. I said uh, no. Not on your life. I said, no, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm seeing this through. He gave me the infamous Bugs Bunny meme. No. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, were so, you um, were were you tempted at any time, other than Greg's um, Greg, other than Greg really trying to get you to break? Uh, were you tempted at any time to just say, you know what, I can just go through a drive-through, grab a burger? Man, I think the biggest temptation was just in my mind. You know, it, sure. I started out January 10th. I had surgery on my foot, tear a tendon, Ooh. and then COVID hit right when I'm starting to walk. And it was right. like, you know what? My only solace right now being locked down is streaming TV, drinking beer, you know, spending time with my family and grilling. And it was like, oh man, you know, you can only grill so many, so much chicken, seafood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> After a while you're like, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like all I, all I do is grill, but especially during the summer, I love to freaking grill. And sure. man, that was, it was, it was tough. I would sit there so many times. I'd be like, Oh, I wouldn't give for a nice pork steak right now. Yeah. And that just wasn't happening, but I did find, I found a lot of, um, a lot of interesting chicken and Turkey products. It, it was like a good way to experiment. Like every time I'd go to the grocery store, I'd buy, you know, like Boar's Head puts out all these different types of chicken sausages. So every time I'd buy a new one, I actually found out that their uh, chicken bratwurst is really freaking good. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't, it, it tastes as close as to a real brat as you can get. And so it was things like that. They, this turkey burger I found, I do not like turkey burgers. They're disgusting. <laughs> They're usually bland. There's not much to them, but they have this turkey burger that I found and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. It was, um, had jalapenos and queso in it. And it was amazing. Like even my kids liked it. It was really good. And the jalapenos weren't like extremely spicy. So my 12 year old son, he, he fell in love with them too. So it was, it was little things like that. And like Greg said, it was finding, you know, I have to go out of my way to find ground lamb. That helped a lot. Right. You know, when I wanted a good steak, I'd pick up a, I was lucky that my local grocery store um, actually sells bison steaks, like little, little petite, like New York strips. And so I'd buy those and have those, you know, like once a month and that really helped. But yeah, as far as temptation, you know, yeah, sure. I'd see like, like today, actually, I'm, I'm going to uh, have a, my first cheeseburger of the year. Nice. You know, year. Oh, I can't wait, man. I'm, Probably be the best burger you ever had, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I would see these commercials for the, you know, all these different burgers and most of those fast food places have crappy burgers anyway, but just the thought of it, you know, just that comfort taking that first bite. Oh, <laughs> like Homer Simpson, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Can't, can't wait for that. But yeah, it was, it was there beyond that, beyond Greg's, uh, 
photos and <laughs> luring yeah <laughs> fishing he would always send a picture of whatever he was brewing whether it be brisket especially his brisket man i haven't had brisket obviously in over a year but right. oh man just oh, you bet it's yeah, good stuff i remember <laughs> when i I, I remember when you guys made the bet. I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but you guys, you posted on Facebook and, and your, your face was priceless. It looked like, what the hell did I just get myself into? Oh, and, right. The, the infamous photo of us shaking hands and yes. I have one hand over my eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, you, hey, man, you got a lot to be proud of. You made it this far. Um, I, 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 you're a better man than me. I, I would have broke probably by month two. Yeah. But it also helps that your partner, your your wife, is right there with you. She's not making she's not making beef or pork for dinner. Right. You know that's you know that I mean that's there's a lot to be said about that. Me, I do, I, would... I do most of the cooking in the house anyway. Okay. And, um, so yeah, for years, I mean, ninety eight percent of our dinners, you know, throughout the year are vegetarian. Okay. You know, and then when I when I do want something of my own, when I have a craving or something, you know, yeah, I'll buy something. And typically, not twenty twenty, obviously, but I would, uh, you know, grill something up or cook something, and I would still have that vegetarian dinner to where we could all eat it. But then I would have my little meat on the side, and the kids would too. So sure. The one thing I regret about not doing on this bet was I. I'm really curious what your cholesterol numbers were uh, at the yeah. start of 2020 versus the end of 2020. Yeah. I was, I really wish you would have got some blood work done and not, not be, not for health reasons, just for sake of health reasons. Yeah. I just really wanted to see what a year would have done without, you know, because beef will jack the shit out of your cholesterol. I'm, oh yeah. I, that's why I'm on a, that's why I'm on one of those drugs. And, um, it really, drug? I think um, I have to look. Uh, I think it's S. Fortman. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'd have to look at my cornucopia. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to get into HIPAA here. You know, we don't need to violate any HIPAA laws here. It's none of our business. But we don't. Our last question though. We're not violating HIPAA. Anyway, yeah. There you go. Were you Were you going to pay for his? uh, Were you going to pay for his blood work? No, he has insurance. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, copay. I I I think I paid the pork products that he's consuming the last two days. I think we're good about good there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which brings me to my next question. How are you feeling today, Steve? Well, all right. So yeah, yesterday, first thing in the morning I had January 1st, I had uh, real bacon, real sausage links and some eggs and it was delicious. Uh, I didn't have any, any meat for lunch. But for dinner, then yeah, last night I grilled up ribs and pork steaks, nice. and that was delicious. And but you know what? Yeah, um, I wasn't feeling that great. Still not feeling that great this morning. Not feeling that great this morning. Um, now I don't know if part of me not feeling that great was that I'm a little bit hungover from New Year's Eve because I did over overdo it. <laughs> um, <laughs> or what so i'm still trying to like kind of assess myself and think to myself is it because of all the pork i had yesterday or is it just me because i'm old and can't deal with a hangover very well anymore so i don't know it's inconclusive to uh to to um, i mean i'm sure that it did have some effect it could very well be that you know 
it's kind of making me sick ish, but who knows? But, and I'll say this too. I may have overhyped it in my mind because as delicious as it all was, it wasn't like, you know, God, I missed this. You know, it was like, I think it was more just the fact that when I want it now, I can have it. Right. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, I was dying to have it, but now that I've had it, it was in a way sort of a letdown. Cause I was like, okay, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's delicious, but eh, so what, you know, life doesn't revolve around food, but so yeah, there's still a lot of stuff going on in my mind about it. Um, you know, I, would I do it again? No. <laughs> Greg, Greg, <laughs> oh, yeah. Greg, Greg actually tried at the beginning of the year to uh, double or nothing me. Or at the actually end of 2020, try to double or nothing me, and I said no. I said I'll definitely not do that. I might go back to uh, my original idea in 2022, not you know cutting out beef, but we'll see. Cutting back. First of all, it wasn't me who wanted to go double or nothing. It was it was Jesse who said, "Why don't you go double or nothing now? You now you've paid up." And I did post a picture of paying the bet off so that nobody could call me a welch or anything like that. I had to post a picture of the actual payout. But it was Jesse's idea to go double or nothing. I wasn't going to go double or nothing. I, I knew if you could do it one year, you could do it two years. So that'd be another loss of $200 for me. So right. I knew I wouldn't go double or nothing. But I do have a question. So you're going to have your first burger today. There's lots yes. of good choice here in St. Louis. Where are you going? Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've actually given, given this a lot of thought because I wasn't sure. I even thought about just doing one myself because nothing beats a – you know, homemade grilled burger, really, especially if you make it really well. But my son, my son has convinced me. So it's two-parter here. It's it's uh, fulfilling my need and his. There's a YouTuber gamer guy named Beast. Have you guys, do you guys know about this guy? Oh, yeah. Not familiar with him. <laughs> okay. So apparently he's, He's made all this money. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. He's actually a, a good guy too. He he's the he's yeah. I guess he's YouTuber gamer guy, but he goes out and he like gives money to people just like everywhere. Well, he has like too much money to to know what to do with. So he decided to open up a chain of burger places across the U.S. Just out of nowhere. I had never heard about it. Hmm. Of course, my son has because he's a big fan. So he told me that, um, and he looked it up, and he opened one. I think it's just called Beast Burger, and it's at, uh, I believe it's at Plaza Frontenac. Now, they're closed because of St. Louis regulations, um, you know, dining regulations uh, right now, but you can get it all for delivery. Um, so I think that's what we're going to do today. Nice. Get a nice big, I haven't, looked at, I haven't even looked at the menu last night. I probably should have done that last night, but. Um, but he knows what he wants. He's getting some crazy burger with French fries stacked on top of it or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, go. That, that's what I'm having today. Nice Very big good. Juicy burger. Hopefully they're good. I'll let you all know. Sounds good. Sounds good. It sounds good. I, I, was, I was thinking that first bite might be, uh, might be the best bite ever, but then after that, that's when the law of diminishing returns kicks in and you know, everybody right. just tastes the same after that. It's like, okay, or less and less, <laughs> however that goes. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't eat a lot of fast food. Fast food is typically um, more like a convenience thing. Like my parents live an hour away, 
And so sometimes if I go out to visit them, you know, and, you know, it, it may, you know, timing may interfere with my lunch time or whatever you want to call it, um, time when I'm hungry. And so, yeah, I'll stop by a fast food place then just to eat on the way home. But there were so many times in 2020 where I would go out to visit them and that would happen. And yeah, I would have to stop by, you know, Jack in the Box or whatever. And it was always, I always had to get a chicken sandwich. And there were so many times where I would stare at that board, the picture board with the menu. And I would think, oh, one of those burgers would just be amazing right now. Um, of course, there. You know, I would regret it later, even 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 before the bet, because you know they're disgustingly good. As, the, the the picture always looks better than they actually taste, though, right? Am I right? Man. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, but yeah. So that's the plan. Beast burger <laughs> sounds good. And I'm looking at I'm looking at Beast Burger right now, and you know. First of all, if Robert, you gotta you, you gotta watch this beast guy because he does some. This guy has some of the nuttiest YouTube videos you'll ever see. He did, you know, I, I think my favorite ones that he did was ride the Ferris wheel for twenty four hours straight on his own property, and he bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of North Carolina lottery tickets and scratched them all. Wow! <laughs> so those are two of my favorites. But Mike, um, a question for you, um, also Steve, is that. You know what? When you finished this whole bet, and you know now you now you're diving back in. But did you give a lot of thought to, you know, personal health and personal, like, this is something. Am I going to keep on this trend? Am I going to be more healthy, or, you know, are you going to go back to your regular amounts of beef and pork that you ate before, or are you just going to kind of use it as a special treat now? Yeah, I think special treat. I don't think, you know, like I said, uh, yesterday and today is kind of like, ooh, the excitement of it all. And then I'm sure I'll eat it and probably regret it afterwards. But yeah, I, I, I like just now that I have the option, you know, I don't have to be reading, you know, like there were times where I'd see a really good sandwich, you know, or, or something. And then I would see, oh, it has bacon on it. Well, now I, you know, now I can eat it no matter what it has on it. So it's, I don't know. It's freedom, man. It's freedom. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, no, uh, I'm still going to try, try emphasis on try to be healthier this year. Um, I say that every year. I have too many bad habits, beer and beer and food and beer. And (laughs) yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure it will wear down and it'll just become a special treat. But again, who knows? There's, there's no method to it. I'm just going to, it's just that freedom of knowing that I can eat it now. And, but I will try to keep an eye on it. You know, I've, I've had some pancreas issues a couple months ago and that was a big scare. And of course it, it was pretty much from all the alcohol. And I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, you know, I obviously Greg knows that I, I like to drink, but especially during this time during 2020. Um, but the doctor said I need to take it easy. And honestly, I don't know if it was New Year's Eve or the pork, but I was kind of having that pancreas pain last night. I was like, oh, crap. I was like, all right. So that just means at my age, I have to watch everything. I just kind of have to keep an eye on, you know, I can't go crazy. There's, I don't think there'll be any more. Well, I can't say it. 
not anymore, but I don't see any nights like Greg and I used to sometimes drink a lot of beer and go get White Castle. Right. Go give it a crave a case, crave case from White Castle and Greg and I would put it down. Uh, He can still have his crave case, but I might only have like three or four. (laughs) I don't see the crave case. I don't see the us crushing the 30 crave case, the 30 pack. I don't see that ever happening again. We're too old for that shit. I also don't foresee, like, I'll give you an example. One time we were in Las Vegas and we went to um, Batista's Hole in the Wall. I think we downed like four or five carafts of red. You ate a 24 ounce (laughs) steak in less than 20 minutes. I don't see that happening again. No. No, I mean, never say never, but yeah, it's definitely not something I'm, uh, it's something I would try to avoid. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> that, crazy shit like that's just not going to happen. And yeah. we're getting older. And it's, right. Absolutely. We're, we're all so, getting older and making the right adjustments, substitutes. That's, that sounds like what we all need to be doing. And especially. again, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a health nut. But I'm just trying to be just a little bit more alert to my health as I'm getting older. You know, I don't want my, you know, be dead at 50 because of a heart attack or anything. Or, right. So just trying to be a little healthier. If we talk about. I know you went to Full Sail University in Orlando. This is a two-part question. How long were you in Orlando for and what were your favorite things in Orlando? Oh, my gosh. So that was a long time ago. I think I moved. I moved to Orlando in 98. And then uh, it was just a little. the The school instruction they crammed everything it was crazy it was a 24-hour operational media college so they were constantly open so i and all the classes i think i want to say they were in three hour increments three or four hour increments i can't remember now maybe it was four four would fit in better a 24-hour cycle um but yeah you would have class from like you could have class from 2 a.m to 6 a.m some days and then so yeah it was crazy so i was finished in a year a little over a year so i think that was 99 and then i remember we stayed in 2000 i think we moved back the summer of 2000 so yeah just a little just about a year and a half and we lived over off of um goldenrod and no goldenrod and colonial okay okay on the east side there it's pretty close to where the where the campus is. Yeah, yeah, it's really close to Full Sail. Yeah. yeah. Have you, no. When's the last time have, have you been near the campus since you since you've uh, moved away? No, I should. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely <laughs> next time. I've been to Orlando a few times since, and none of those times have I gone over. Now, a good friend of mine that um, my friend Rick that uh, also went to the same school. He still lives in Orlando. He's originally from Baltimore, D.C. area. And he lives um, in Winter Park, but on the west side, for far west side near the highway. What's the main highway? Four? Is that I-4, yeah. Yeah. So four. He, yeah. He lives by four. But I don't even know if he has, to be honest with you. He still works in the industry, but he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. But no, okay. I need to, though. I really yeah, want to. I Next time you're in Orlando, go out of your way. Just drive by it. I mean, it's the place is unrecognizable. It's I bet. it's it's almost like UCF, um, where it's it's grown so much it, you don't even recognize it. Like maybe a small building 
that's that's still there is just a little part of a huge campus. It's it's ridiculous how big it's gotten. I only went to visit UCF one time. We Full Sail does this uh, end of year big convention thing where basically mm-hmm. they brag they bring back all the graduates who have done interesting cool things. So there were you know students that had graduated and gone on to work. I think uh, Titanic was the big big movie around then. And okay. So yeah, there were people that had worked on Titanic and they came and they shared their stories and all this. And, um, but it was funny too, because at that time, uh, Blair Witch had come out and the guys that made Blair Witch were all from UCF. Okay. So that, that was huge too. Right. The funny thing is they didn't have anything to do with our school. So they weren't actually at convention or anything like that. I think they, they tried talking to them once or twice, but they were like, no, that's okay. We're good. <laughs> just, just a coincidence that they were yeah. in the same town at the same exactly. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, uh, they filmed, I think they filmed it in some woods near UCF or something like that. But. Yeah. I can't remember. I want to say Virginia, but I could be. Georgia, well, maybe, maybe Georgia, maybe Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just interesting though. All, I mean, just how, <clears throat> how they made it and how mm-hmm. successful it was. Yeah. And Greg, you asked, what did I do for fun? Is that was your, was that no, your follow-up uh, question? Favorite bars or restaurants? I know there's a lot in East, that part of Orlando, um, there's a lot of good college bars over there, or there was a lot of good college bars. A lot of them have closed. But is well, there, there a particular bar or hangout that you liked or anything like that? You know, during that time, actually, we were pretty poor. <laughs> the I was living with um, a, a girl at that time, and she was working. She worked at Disney World, and I was going to school full-time. Obviously, it was hard for me to work going to a 24-hour school. I, I couldn't because you never knew when your classes were going to be the next class. So it was really difficult. So we didn't really go out much. Uh, We went to a lot of parties. Other students had parties. Um, Remember, there was a big apartment complex on Seminole. A bunch of guys uh, all lived in. So we went to a few parties there. We had people to our apartment a lot. You know, we barbecue, have beers. Um, And then when we did go out, oh, wait, there was a place. I want to say it was called, um, I want to say Tijuana Flats. Yep. It was a little Mexican restaurant. Yep. Around the corner. Um, we'd go in there. I think that was like the closest, you know, we'd go there for margaritas or Coronas or whatever and dinner. But, oh, and then we went to, uh, oh, you guys will like this. We went to um, Pleasure Island a couple times. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my hangout spot. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was. That was about it. That was that was that was the fun place to go, really. Yeah. So when you went to PI, what were your what was your favorite club inside of PI? Oh my gosh. Um, There's only one right answer here. I don't know. I know there was an '80s club that was fun. That's it. That's it. Okay, good. That's it. I went. Ding, depending ding, on ding. which night, depending on which night you went, if you went on Thursday, it was it, it was '80s themed. On um, any other night, it was '70s themed. It was called Eight Tracks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? There was a bar down downtown on Church Street that we would. Uh, I went to a couple times. Um, a friend of mine, my friend Justin, uh, he was really into reggae music, and there was this. It was really weird. I, I, I want to say like the bar was either called Cairo or Egypt or something like that, and it was, it was like dance floor on the main, and then you went upstairs, and there yep. was a. 
door going outside and outside there would always be a live band you guys know what i'm talking about yeah so downstairs it was called club cairo and yeah, yeah it, it was you know techno dance music and then if you go upstairs it was latitudes and they okay. usually had a uh, like a band up there or or a dj playing like reggae or yeah it, it was it was a different vibe definitely a different vibe than what you were getting downstairs yeah so how long have you lived in Ro- uh, orlando rob so I've, I've, I grew up here. I've lived here oh, all okay. my life. Yeah. So, um, okay. so, downtown, you know all these yeah, so down, downtown really wasn't a, a huge, like I would say probably my mid twenties. I, I spent a lot of time downtown, but uh, you know, especially after pleasure Island closed, we, uh, we kind of moved downtown to, um, to go out. But you know, at, at that point it was like, all right, well, we're getting a little too old for this crap. So we, you know, we found other, other ways to hang out, other places to hang out, other things to do. So I found, I found one thing amazing about church street was I was just in the, I was, I went to Orlando last month and I was right on church street, um, heading, walking toward Exploria stadium. It's changed. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know if it was COVID necessarily, but I think even before COVID, like I remember church, that whole area being so much more vibrant. And now it's kind of a little, a little sad walking from, uh, I went to a, Irish bar in downtown Orlando and walked along church street to the stadium. And it was a lot different from when we were in our twenties, Rob. And it was, it was a lot different. And it's, I don't, my question to you, Steve is, did you notice that as well? When you went, I know you went to Exploria a couple years ago. Yeah. Did you notice that change as well? Or (laughs) did you have time to pick up on that or? I don't know. Yeah. We went, I went with my nephew. um, Gosh, when was that? So it's okay. Yeah. Three or four years ago, we went. And yeah, well, I remember it, it, it was completely different than when I, I mean, I couldn't even remember it. Maybe I didn't, we were in a different part that I didn't really venture into, but you know, I don't know. It was really strange, but I did see that. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember his name already. I remember I sent you a picture. I was in a bar and that pro wrestler was there. It was Braun Strowman. Yes. Yes, that's right. I'm like, like, who is this guy? He looks from, I don't watch wrestling like Greg does, but I was like, I know that this guy's a wrestler. So I, I asked him for a picture. Actually, my nephew did. He said, hey, mind if I get a picture with you? And he's like, no, man, I don't do that. I'm on my, I'm on my own time or something like that. I was like, all right, fine. So I just snuck a picture of him and I sent it to Greg. And of course, Greg knew who it was right away. I remember seeing that picture and um, the funny thing about, uh, about Braun Strowman, I heard him on a, another podcast a while back and he was um, talking about, he, he's a funny guy and he was talking about um, this app that he had on his phone, the places I pooped app. So every time you take a dump somewhere, you, you basically pin where you're at and it keeps track of your history. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but of all people, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine, I, I wouldn't see him doing that, you know, but it was pretty funny. It's funny what they think of these days. I actually just, uh, let me rewind real quick. I just looked up um, Latitudes because for some reason I was thinking that it was on top of Club Cairo. I think Club Cairo was maybe just one place and they just played different music on the two levels. Mm-hmm. Latitudes was actually the third floor off of a, at a bar off of Church Street called Chillers. I don't know if you ever heard of Chillers. Chillers has been around for a long time. Um, it's near what used to be called the Church Street Exchange. They had Chillers on the first floor. Second floor was this place called, I think, I think it was called Big Belly Brewery. They used to have like nickel beer night there all the time. And then the third floor was Latitudes. Latitudes I used to 
we used to see people like news personalities hanging out there, you know, after they got off, off the Mm -hmm. 11 o'clock news or whatever. But um, the first floor chillers, they used to have like, it was, it was really the college hangout. A lot of people went there, I think on Wednesday night and it was like dollar drinks or something like that. It was something crazy like that. But uh, yeah, but that, that place has been there for quite a while since I can remember um, ever since I was in college, but that, you know, it was a long freaking time ago, but uh, yeah, but yeah, to set the record straight, cause you know, I never get ish wrong on this podcast, right, Greg? <laughs> never get it. Yeah. yeah. Never, never, ever get ish wrong. Hey, Greg, Greg, can Yo. I ask you a question? Didn't you say, yes. didn't you say that, um, and Rob, you probably know too, that there are a few wrestlers that live in Orlando? Uh, most of the WWE talent lives in Orlando or in oh. Central Florida, between Orlando and Tampa. They have they have a uh, performance center. They built this this uh, multi million dollar facility where they train and they they work on various things. They take classes there, basically how to do a promo, um, and they you know they train in ring and all that other other stuff um, at the performance center. It's right. Um, it's right on the campus of Hotel. Well, it's actually in East Orlando. It's not attached to Full Sail, but it's close enough. They were filming a lot of. Um, are they still filming NXT there? Yeah, at Full Sail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not right now during the pandemic, but, um, or, correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that, um, they were filming some of the, some of the shows from the performance center at the beginning, or, you know, once, once everything got shut down from the mm-hmm. pandemic, they were, they were filming at the, uh, performance center. Anyway, um, it's, I think a lot of the wrestlers live in the East, East side of Orlando or winter park area. It's close enough to full sale, but it's not quite, it's not, it's not exactly on campus. You, you do have to drive a few miles to get over to uh, full sale. Okay. I like Winter Park. That was that was neat that especially that little downtown area yeah. on the east side. Very upscale. Wasn't there a college there too or something? I can't remember that. Rollins. Uh, Rollins College. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's where Mr. Rogers went to school. Yep. Fred uh, Rogers got a degree from Rollins. And I know you're I know you're a um I know you're a soccer fan and back in the day, um, long before MLS existed, there was a a soccer club here. They were called the Orlando Lions. And I don't remember, I, for some reason, I, I feel like they played on the Rollins College campus. Hmm. Uh, that's something I, Greg, Greg can fact check me later. But um, if you look at the Orlando City logo, they have a lion on it. And I think right. that's kind of like a, a, a nod to um, the Orlando Lions soccer club that we had here way back in the day. But that's like, yeah, the, that, was, that was, I would say other than baseball, that's probably the only sport that we had. In our, well, we've had a couple minor league football teams, if you want to call it that, um, back in the day. But I mean, I think soccer was like the one thing that stuck around for a while other than, you know, baseball and football coming, coming in and out of town. And now of course we have the Orlando magic, but that's probably other than MLS. That's our only other major league sports team that we have. Wasn't, uh, didn't Atlanta Braves do spring training in Orlando? They did out at Walt Disney World. Um, They have a complex out there. It's ESPN Wide World World of Sports. And I think they were there until 2019. Oh, really? Okay, I did not know that. May have been 2018, 2019. But anyway, they ended up uh, building a a huge facility down in, I think, the Sarasota area. And so they moved down there. And the Braves were the only... uh, really the only team left in Central Florida. Uh, The Houston Astros pulled out of Osceola County a while back. 
Detroit Tigers are playing in Lakeland. You can consider that Central Florida. It's about an hour from Orlando. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, I mean, I, I think the Braves were like alone. You know, they were the only team. So anybody who came to travel to play them had to drive at least, you know, other than Detroit Tigers, they had to drive like two hours to get to Orlando. So it made sense moving them to Sarasota because a lot of the other teams are down in that area. I was just going to say, I used to be a huge baseball fan before soccer took over my life. But um, so I used to, I, I used to follow it a lot more, but that, that's really interesting that the Atlanta Braves played there that long spring for just spring training. Right. Yeah. They, they were there for keep. 20, I think they were there for 20 seasons, 20, 20, uh, 20 seasons for spring training. And I think they extended it to one uh, to 21 because their stadium wasn't quite ready down in Sarasota. And so they ended up, uh, they ended up sticking around one more season. Sure. Huh. Yep. Remember when the Minnesota twins used to do spring training at Tinker field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they had the twins. I think the Cubs were here at one point, but it wasn't a very, it wasn't a very long, uh, you know, it wasn't a very long lived, um, spring training for them. I mean, they, you know, they, they only did it for a couple seasons as far as I remember. Tinker field rip. Yeah. <laughs> well, where was that? Right next to the citrus bowl, uh, oh. where, where the citrus bowl is at now camping world stadium. Everybody has a sponsor now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody has a sponsor. Everybody has a Christmas album. Yeah. Yeah. That's who. If we talk about 